Welcome to Regain Your Confidence as a New Mom podcast. I am your host, Ronza Potter. I am a mom and a confidence coach. I help new moms gain their confidence back and take control of their lives by following three simple steps. Being a new mom doesn't mean that you should be in a constant struggle, lose your confidence or identity. You can be the amazing, confident new mom that gets to have a life that is filled with happiness, joy, love, and success. In this podcast, I show you how. Hello, mamas. How are you feeling today? I feel amazing. Last week, I took the whole week off. I was on vacation. We went to our cabin um, up north in Michigan. And, you know, we just had a great time. We, um, you know, it's, uh, it's our cabin or beach house is on a lake. And we had a lot of lake time and I swam in the water. I had a great time. I saw a lot of family members I haven't seen for a long time. Uh, so it was just amazing week. I had a great time and because there, you know, there were family mem- members up there with us, we, I got a lot of help. <laughs> a lot of people watched my baby and it was amazing. So I had more of me time or time with my uh, sister-in-laws and uh, my sister-in-law. And so, you know, I had a great time. It was amazing. And uh, it was good to slow down. You know, I still, I, I didn't stop being a mom. I was still a mom. So I woke up early and I took care of my kid and all of that. But it was amazing not to really think about other things that I wanted to do or, you know, the things I wanted to do in my life. So it was really great. And that takes us to, you know, the topic of this podcast today, identity and motherhood. So what is your identity? Who are you? Maybe you question yourself, you question, you ask yourself this question, like, what is, who am I, right? And, you know, we have a lot of thoughts about ourselves as moms, especially when we become moms, right? I remember when I became a mom almost two years ago, um, you know, I stood in front of the mirror, like after two months, I gave birth my child and I'm like, who the heck am I? We feel that we lose our sense of identity when we become moms and some moms find their identity, find their way or find who they are in this process and this journey of being a mom and other moms, they feel they're just lost and they don't know who they are and they keep like trying to find themselves and their identity and they want to be just more than just moms because they think they are capable of doing amazing things. It's amazing to be a mom, but a lot of women who are moms as well, they want to have something else in their lives to identify themselves. So what is identity? Let's go back to that first question or, you know, what is, what is identity? When you think about identity, what comes to your mind? So for me, Maybe like when you think about identity, you think about your culture, maybe you think about religion, maybe you think about where you come from, your family, Uh, maybe you think about achievements, maybe you think about success, maybe you think about how much money you make or you don't make, Uh, maybe you think about your circumstances in your life, maybe you think about your status, like your social status, for example, if you're married, not married, um, if you have a partner or not, or... I don't know, maybe also your, yeah, your identity, maybe you think about having kids, like you are a mom. So what is it that comes to your mind when you think about identity? So here's the thing. 
we think that our identity, we think that our identity is, is attached to whatever that we're doing in our lives. Let's say that before you became a mom, maybe you worked out every day, maybe you exercised every day. And so you call you, you, the way you thought about yourself is that you're an athlete or, or active woman, right? Maybe you used to run marathons. So you thought about yourself as a runner. This is how you identified yourself as a runner. Um, maybe you achieved so many goals in your life. And so the way you, th you thought about yourself that you are the go-getter. Maybe you um, got a lot of things done in one day. So you thought about yourself as a productive person. Uh, maybe you were working on so many projects in your career, let's say your job, and you stayed up late and you worked so really hard. So you, you identify yourself as a hardworking person or a hardworking woman, right? So a lot of us, we think that our identity comes from, you know, the things that we have in our lives or the achievements that we make, but we don't realize that our identity is really just our thoughts about ourselves. That's it. So our identity and who we are is just a bunch of thoughts that we have about ourselves. And a lot of the times, our thoughts about ourselves come from society. We are unaware. A lot of the times, we're not aware that the way we think about ourselves is influenced by our environment, the society where you were born, you were raised, um, the school that you went to, your teachers, your parents, your siblings, your uh, cousins, your friends. Let's say that you, you know, you went, you went to school and you got really high grades. So people called you like an A plus student. So you're an A student. So you identify yourself as an A student. And when you go to real life, when you graduate and you go to find a job, you want to become, you want to always be this A student because everyone told you that you were an A student and you want to stay an A student. And you just want to excel at everything that you do in your life. And you want to be perfect at everything that you do in your life. Let's say that people, for example, always told you that you are a beautiful woman. You're so beautiful. You're so attractive right? And so you identify yourself as a beautiful woman. I believe, which, I mean, a side note, I believe all women are beautiful, but each society has their own standards of, you know, beauty, right? Who's beautiful, who's not beautiful, which is crazy in my, in my opinion, but this is how, you know, a lot of society believes there are certain standards about what beauty means. So let's say that you fit these standards, right? Maybe like in the United States, the standards are you should, you know, you're blonde and uh, white and skinny. So you are beautiful and attractive. So when you don't fit, if you, let's say you fit these standards and people tell you, oh my God, you're so beautiful. You are a beautiful woman. So you identify yourself as a beautiful woman. And when let's say you have kids and you put on some weight, so you don't identify, identify yourself as a beautiful woman anymore because you're not fitting these standards. So our identity, right, is um, really like shaped from our thoughts about ourselves. And a lot of the times, these thoughts that we have about ourselves come from society, from the people around us. So society pretty much, like they tell you who you are. 
and you will kind of adopt this identity and you believe that this is who you are. And you kind of like keep going with your life and you're like, well, this is who I am, right? A lot of the times we think that we're choosing who we are, but we are unconsciously choosing thoughts that we learn from society about who we are as women, as moms, as wives, as partners, as employees or entrepreneurs, right? We learn from society that this is who we are as people. And we kind of like adopt this identity that society tells us that this is who we are. So we adopt this identity and we keep going in our lives. We don't question our identity. We don't question these thoughts that society told us to believe about ourselves. We don't question these thoughts. One of my family members, she told me like, I don't feel beautiful. I'm like, why? She's like, because I'm not blind and I'm not, not blind. I'm not blonde and white. I don't have blue eyes. And this is in her culture, um, in our culture, the Middle East. I mean, I'm an Arab in our culture. Beautiful women are the ones who are um, like, they're blonde and white and they have blue eyes or green eyes and skinny. So a lot of women in the Middle East, they're not white and blonde and they have blue eyes. So they think they're not beautiful because they don't fit these standards. And I told her, well, my cousin, our family member, I told her, well, this is you, this is what you think who you are, that you're not beautiful woman because of all these standards, because you're believing these thoughts about beauty, right? <laughs> they're just thoughts from society. They don't mean anything. You decide who you are. You can decide that you are an amazing, beautiful woman because because you just look amazing. So what are these thoughts that you adopted from society about yourself as a mom, as a woman? Like, for example, uh, society tells us that as moms, that we should do it all, that we should take care of our families, that we should uh, take care of everyone and be good wives or good partners. So we are good moms. So we are good women, right? (laughs) So what happens is that, oh, and they tell us that also we should be on top of our responsibilities, that we should like uh, keep up with all our daily responsibilities and exercise and look beautiful and amazing and healthy and all of this. So when we don't keep up with our daily responsibilities as moms, we think that we are total failure, right? We think that we are just failing every day. And we think that Part of our identity and who we are is that that we're just failing, that we're inadequate, we're not smart enough, we're not good enough because we don't keep up with our our daily responsibility. So a lot of thoughts that we adopt from our society without questioning them, we think that this is who we are as moms. So for example, another example is like stay-at-home moms. Maybe you know, you had a job before you had your children, and then you decided to become a stay-at-home mom uh, so you could take care of your, your, your kids. And, you know, the society, how they identify social or how they identify stay-at-home moms is that they are kind of less. They're less than working moms or moms with a business, right? Everyone celebrates working moms. Everyone celebrates uh, between quotes, successful moms. And people, so people think less about stay-at-home moms. 
So maybe you're going to adopt these thoughts that society tells you to believe about yourself, that you are a stay-at-home mom, so you're not as smart as other moms who are working moms or they are entrepreneurs. They make you believe that you're not smart enough. And so maybe this is what you think who you are, that you are just a mom, between quotes, and you're not smart. So this is, you think this is who you are. So this is what identity means. Identity is our thoughts of ourselves. And when you have, you know, all these thoughts about yourself that you don't question, right? It is because you're told by society, this is who you are, right? These are our beliefs about who you are as a mom. And you just adopt these beliefs and you think this is who you are. And you think this is how, and, you, and then you shape your identity and you live this identity on a daily basis without questioning like, is this who am I? Is this really my identity and who, I'm, who I am? Maybe there's something else about me that I don't know, that I haven't explored or experienced before because of all these years, I've been thinking I am not smart enough. I am not good enough. I'm just failing every day as a mom. Um, I am not worthy. I'm not beautiful. I'm not attractive right? Because you think this is who you are. I remember like one of these, you know, my, one of my friends on Facebook, they, she posted like, I'm always sad and depressed and have so much anxiety, but this is who I am. <sighs> a lot of the times we think this is who we are because we, we feel a lot of anxiety and stress as moms. We think this is who we are. We don't th- really believe that these are just human emotions. Doesn't mean this is who you are. It's just, you're a human. You have emotions and you feel the depression, you feel anxiety, you feel stress, but there is nothing wrong with you. So I want you to ask yourself right now, what are the beliefs about myself that I believe about myself, but they're not true. They're not, they're not the truth about who I am. We think that all the thoughts that we have about ourselves are the truth. Like when you say, I am fat. <laughs> this is not the truth, my friend. This is just your thought about yourself. So you think I have, when you have these thoughts about yourself, I want you to question your thoughts. Is this true? I love this question. It is so simple, but it is amazing and empowering. When any thought I have about myself, if I say I am procrastinator because I'm binge watching a TV show instead of, you know, doing laundry or washing, washing the dishes, is it true? Is it true I am procrastinator? Is it true I am inadequate? Is it true I'm failing every day as a mom? Is it true I'm not good at anything? Is it true I am fat? Is it true I'm not beautiful? Is it true I'm not smart? I want you to ask yourself all these, question your questions, (laughs) question your thoughts about yourself. Is it true? Always ask this question. You have a thought about yourself. That makes you feel terrible about yourself. Ask yourself, is it true? All the all, many thoughts that you have about yourself are thoughts that you borrowed from your society, from the people around you who are telling you who you are. You're an A student, so you should be an A student for the rest of your life. So you feel that pressure and stress that you should have an organized and clean house every day, that you should look amazing and skinny and eat healthy food and make healthy food for your kids and keep up with your responsibilities, even if you're exhausted, but you want to keep up with this A student image that people tell you that you should keep. 
So who are you? Right? Question these thoughts that you have about yourself. Identity, your identity as a person is something that you get to choose. Because our identity is a bunch of thoughts that we have about ourselves. That means that we get to choose whatever thoughts that we want to believe about ourselves and ditch whatever thoughts that we don't want to believe about ourselves that we think they don't serve us anymore. And this is what happened with me when I became a mom. I identify myself as the go-getter. I'm so pro- I was so productive and, and an active woman, right? And ambitious and all of that. This is how I identify myself as a woman before I became a mom. And that's because I was influenced by the thoughts that, you know, the thoughts that, or the beliefs that the society told me to believe about myself. And, you know, because I identified myself with myself, with all the achievements I I had in my life, all the goals I achieved, um, you know, getting things done and, you know, be the go-getter and driven. This is how because I, oh, I attached my value and my worthiness and my identity to the things that I was doing in my life. So when I became a mom, all right, I, I, I barely had time to take a shower. So I couldn't exercise for a long time. I wasn't eating healthy food. I didn't cook healthy food. I didn't get anything done. There, were, there was like laundry everywhere and dishes everywhere. And, and the whole house was a mess. And I looked at, so I looked at the mirror and I'm like, who the heck am I? Right. I really didn't know who I was. Like I couldn't, I didn't, I felt like my body, also my body changed. I was like, I, I identified myself as a woman who was, who was in shape because I took care of my body before I had my child. And when I became my child, when I had my child, I put on some weight and I'm like, then, okay, I don't have this body that, that is in shape anymore. So who the heck am I? I didn't know who I was because I didn't get things done. I wasn't productive between quotes. I wasn't productive. I barely had time to take a shower. My house was a mess. I couldn't go. I couldn't have the same amount of time to go after my goals. So I questioned myself if I, if I am still this ambitious driven woman because my identity was attached to my achievements was attached to my career, whatever I was doing, my activities, the things I got done. But when all these things were gone, I was like, I didn't know myself. It is because I believe that my identity was related to whatever the things I was doing in my life. And when I didn't do them anymore, then I was between quotes, a failure, inadequate, not smart enough, not ambitious not driven, not motivated, but this was not the truth. So I questioned all these thoughts I had about myself. I thought I wasn't good enough anymore. I thought maybe I don't have what it takes anymore to achieve the things I want to achieve in my life and create the impact that I want to create in my life. But of course, this was not true because I can still be this ambitious woman, but I didn't have to work like eight, 10 hours a day to prove that I'm ambitious. I can work an hour or two a day and still be ambitious. This is something I get to decide what it means to be an ambitious woman. There is no rule for how you identify yourself or what kind of identity you want to have or who you are. There's no rule about that. 
This is something you get to do. You get to decide. You get to choose. So I changed a lot of thoughts about myself to shape this identity that I wanted to have as an ambitious woman who's also a mom. So what thoughts you want to believe about yourself to shape this identity that you want to have as a woman, as a mom, as an individual, as a person? This is something you get to, to choose. Maybe you got bullied at school. Maybe people told you that maybe you didn't have enough, you know, great grades at school and people told you you're going to fail in your life because you were between quotes, stupid, not smart enough because you didn't have, you know, high grades at school. So maybe this is what you believe about myself, yourself right now, that this is who you are. You're going to just fail in life that you're not smart because you were never an A student, right? But that's not true. This is not who you are. This is not your identity. These are just people's thoughts about you. And people's thoughts about you don't define who you are. You define who you are with your thoughts about you, yourself. And this is something you get to choose. It is always available to you. So never say, when you say, oh, this is who I am. Ask yourself, is this, is this true? You think that, you know, you have this long to-do list of all the things that you want to do and you don't get things done, let's say. You kind of get through one or two things off the to-do list and you think of yourself, well, I'm not good at anything anyway. This is who I am. Ask yourself, is this true? You think I am failing as a mom every day. I'm just a failure. I'm inadequate. Ask yourself, is this true? I'm fat. I'm not attractive. I'm not beautiful. Is this true? Always ask, question your thoughts about yourself and choose on purpose how you want to think about yourself. When you ask yourself, is this true? You suddenly bring this awareness to your brain that, oh, maybe this is not the truth about who I am. Our thoughts are just sentences in our brain. They feel so true. They feel so real, but they're not. They're just sentences in our brain. So when you ask yourself, is this true? You suddenly bring this awareness to yourself that maybe this thought that you have about yourself that makes you feel terrible about yourself, you know, is not serving you anymore. It's not the truth. And you give yourself the opportunity to choose how you want to think about yourself in that moment. So your identity and who you are is your thoughts about yourself, is your own thoughts about yourself. Your identity is shaped by your thoughts about yourself. So you get to choose who you want to be, who you get to choose who you are, what your identity is. It's not your society. It's not where you come from. It's not what people tell you about who you are. It is your thoughts about yourself. You get to choose who you are, who you want to be as societies and cultures. It doesn't matter where you come from, by the way. You know, I have friends from different cultures in the world, from different countries in the world, and it's all the same thing. Every society has their own beliefs about what it means to be a woman or a wife. Every society has their own beliefs about 
who you should be as a person in that society, in that culture. And that's why a lot of us, we kind of like think this is who we are. This is our identity. We don't question that. Even if these thoughts don't serve us, even if these thoughts make us feel stuck and like make us feel terrible about ourselves. Because no one tells you that your identity is just your thoughts about yourself. So you decide who you are. You decide who you want to be. And question these thoughts that society tells you to believe about yourself. This is your job. It's not theirs. Their job is to, I don't know, judge people. (laughs) Tell people what to believe about themselves. But your job as a woman, as a smart, amazing woman is to question these thoughts and ask herself, do I want to believe that about myself? Do I want to believe that this is my role as a woman? This is my role as a mom. Is there something else for me? Is there something else I haven't explored before about myself? When you give yourself the opportunity to question your thoughts about yourself and create new beliefs about yourself, you feel that you can be unstoppable. You, you're going to be shocked about all the amazing things that you have within you that you've never discovered before. This is the beauty about our identity. This is what I love about it. And this is what, you know, I worked so much on my identity when I became a mom because I felt lost. I felt that I just lost my sense of and my sense of identity and then my sense of confidence, right? Because when you feel that you don't know who you are anymore, you can't trust someone you don't know. You can't feel confident about someone you don't know, right? You get you need to get to know yourself so you can trust yourself and have this confidence that you want to have about yourself. So when I became a mom, I, I felt that I lost my sense of my sense of identity when I became a mom, I sat with myself like, why, why this happened? Why did it happen? And then I realized it's because I had a lot of thoughts about myself that I adopted from society about myself, that I'm the go-getter, that I am high achiever, high performer. Everyone celebrates that, right? Productive and all of that. When I became a mom and all of that changed, I suddenly felt I couldn't, I didn't know myself. And that's when I realized that my identity or shaping my identity, I re- to shape my identity, I relied on external factors to shape my own identity. I relied on things outside of me to shape my identity instead of relying on myself and on my own thoughts about myself to shape my own identity. So what are the external factors that you are relying on to shape your own identity or identify who you are? Motherhood doesn't really make you lose your sense of identity. It's, it's, it's like the, the absence of these ex- external factors in your life when you become a mom that makes you feel that you lost your sense of identity. But when you start relying on yourself, and your own thoughts about yourself to shape your own identity, you're going to always feel unstoppable and nothing will change that. Nothing will make you feel that you lost your sense of identity ever again, because you know that you always get to decide who you are and who you want to be and what your identity is. All right, mamas, I hope that's helpful. And I can't wait to talk to you next week. Have a great day. Bye-bye. 
you have a confidence coach? If you don't have one, I invite you to come check my new program that I created just for you, and it's called Regain Your Confidence. I designed it to fit your needs, your strengths, and the results you want to have. The high-level coaching and unlimited support you'll get are like nothing you've had before. All the tools and techniques you learn, you can apply to every area in your life. It will absolutely change your life. When you're ready to take everything you learn on this podcast to the next level and transform your life, then come check my website, www.ronzapotter.com.